Hey everybody, it's episode 382 of PodQuest. Hey! It's Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. I'm Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hey! I'm just going to throw out there for you guys real quick. Uh, the reason there was such a delay between the clap and, and, and me starting, I lost my cursor and <laughs> the document wasn't scrolled up to the top, so I couldn't remember what episode number we were on. Good job. No, that's fine. That works. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not sure where my cursor was while it was missing, but I eventually did find it. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. It is. Yeah, it definitely the, is. That's the one thing I really like about what uh, it's uh, what Macs do out, out of the box. I know there's a way to configure it on Windows, but if you just shake your, your pointer a whole bunch, it makes it grow really big, so it's impossible to miss it. Oh, weird. Yeah, so like, excuse me, whether you're on a mouse or a touchpad, if you just like move back and forth really quickly, your cursor grows in size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think oh. people that I worked with they would always have the like the track behind the mouse like the oh I fucking hate I don't that know, the shadow because like that would I guess that would help them find their mouse if they couldn't or something like that yeah um, like I yeah. get that same thing like people that put like the weird glows and like extra shadowing and stuff like that on them mm-hmm. but yeah. like no I don't want that I also tend to turn my mouse speed up a little bit no I don't I don't I don't like fast nice so I, like I I'm weird and like I. I Games have to be, like, slower, too. Like, when I'm aiming, using a controller especially, like, it needs to be a specific speed. I, I've, I've had to change that with a lot of the games. I've- oh, yeah, see, I actually like my, my sensitivity up a, quite a bit. Like, I, I want it to be to be very uh, sensitive, but not, like, overly sensitive. Like, my mouse, like, I can move it across my screen in, like, one, like, motion. And I have a, I have a widescreen monitor, so, like, it's a decent distance. I forget how big it is. Um... But my mouse has, like, a button on it that changes the speed. And every once in a while, I'll accidentally, Same. like, tap it, and it makes it go slower. I'm just like, motherfucker. And I have to, like, cycle through until mm-hmm. it gets to, like, the one I like it. My mouse is so old. It, they didn't have that technology back then. You should get a new mouse. They're not that expensive. I mean, you're right. I should. And I should get a new keyboard as well. But it hey, works for now. You so. spent all that money on that fancy computer, and you're using bullshit old tech um, peripherals for it. They, that doesn't affect how the computer runs. Yeah, but it affects your enjoyment of it. No, it doesn't. But it does. It does. <laughs> it do- you're talking to the guy who doesn't mind the Joy-Cons on the on the attachment. That's true. You like the Joy-Con grip, you fucking weirdo. Just saying. It's like you I'm not hate- saying it's the gr- I'm not saying it's the greatest thing or anything. It's just I. It doesn't bother me. I have sausage fingers. It doesn't bother me. I think you just hate more? yourself a little bit, and like uh-huh. you just you 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 hate yourself enough that you look at those things. Like, they're not that bad because they're kind of punishing you, and you just feel like you need to be punished for some reason. Look, we'll get into how much I hate myself when we talk about Mario Party Party. We can probably do the rest of the show first before we do that. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, then, um, just, I guess real quick, um, Drew is probably going to be kind of quiet this week. Um, he's got very little voice and sounds like he is preparing for a drag show. Yeah. I mean... Or we could have him do an entire dissertation about the uh, the fall of man right now. Nah, um, I think I, more entertaining. I think we're good. Okay, right. But Rich, uh, what's on the agenda this week? On the agenda, we're going to talk about uh, the quote controversy that's going on with uh, the Sony PS Plus for this weekend, as well as rumors of uh, PlayStation Game Pass. Um, there also we're also going to then talk about our book club for Mario Party Party Five. For some reason, um, then uh, Cobb, you played the beginning of Halo Infinite, um, and then we each, me and Cobb, watched a bunch of stuff. Um, 
Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah, not so, gonna get into details what it is. That's a, that's a, that's a. Uh, what's the word? Spoiler? That's a teaser. That's a teaser for what we watched. Okay. You're gonna have to find out. There we go. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I accept that. But yeah, so, Sony, um, their PlayStation Plus games this month, um, include Godfall. It also includes a game called Mortal Shell that I didn't put on to this list, mm-hmm. and, um, Lego DC Villains. Yeah. Um, real quick, just, uh, I, I've seen it go around online, people are... Another thing people are upset about, but not necessarily anything that's wrong. Uh, Mortal Shell is a PS4 version. Um, it has a free PS5 upgrade that is not available to the PS Plus version of the game. I mean, they did the same thing with Final Fantasy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I'm not surprised. Like, yeah, no, that's I. I don't hate that. Essentially, is what I'm saying. I don't hate the fact that if I want the PS5 upgrade, I have. I'll have to pay for it, or I'll have to get the actual version. Though it makes sense to me. I did not look into it. It does not look like there is an upgrade option for it. Like there's not mm-hmm. like a paid upgrade option. Like you actually just have to buy the full priced game for the PS5 version. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like I don't mind because like it's not like I was ever going to play Mortal Shell anyway. Um, it is. See, the thing is, I am going to play Mortal Shell most likely, and I don't care. <laughs> I mean, like, again, like, I wouldn't, like, if I was interested in it, I probably still wouldn't care. But if I was interested in it, I probably would have purchased it, too. Um, mm-hmm. It does seem weird. So, Final Fantasy, very big game, was definitely going to get them, people were definitely going to buy that, like, for the upgrade. But the upgrade also wasn't out at that time. For Mortal yeah. Shell, it's out. So, why not just give people the PS5 version of the game when, the, like... The PS5 is now the current gen console. Like, why are they still giving us two PS4 games and one PS5? You know what I mean? Like, that's sort of like where it's weird. It's like either like like make make a decision. <laughs> like, what console are you guys pushing? The one yeah, that I they mean, can actually sell. <laughs> didn't they Didn't they cut back yeah. production of PS4s though? Like, aren't they hard to find right now too? I well, I think they cut back production of both, but also but, like fives were hard to find in general. I, you're not wrong. I just think it's shitty. It's like, it, like people are paying for this for the next gen stuff. Like nobody wants old PS4 games. Like even if they're shitty PS5 games, at least give them a PS5 game. Um, yeah, I mean, Mortal Mortal Shell though. Like I know you probably use the term old loosely. Mortal Shell isn't really that old. It's only like a year or two old. It's it not that year. old. I've never yeah. heard of it, so I like I know nothing about it. It's it it is a it's a Soulsborne clone essentially, but it's it's a little bit more forgiving than most Soulsborne type games. Okay. Oh wow. IGN gave it an eight. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Probably because it was a a Souls like. It's also, uh, I believe, indie. Like it is. Um, it is not from a big uh de- developer. Yeah. Um, it looks like it was published by Playstack and developed by Cold Symmetry, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the first... It came out August of 2020. Yeah, so it's not... Like, I know, like I said, you use the term old kind of loosely. Like, it's old as in, like, it's it's a PS4 game, but it's it's a new game. It's only a year old, not even. You know ba- barely over a year old. So, it, here's here's where it just seems weird that they're giving up... So, and when I say old, I mean, like, the old version being, like, the PS4 version. Yeah. Not that the game yeah. is old. But the PS5 um, version came out in March... So it's not even like that is new for them to still give the PS4 version and lock it behind a paywall if you want the PS5 version. It's like, just give to, especially, so, because we're, we're going to get into it, like, the PS5 game that they are giving, 
it's kind of bullshit. It's not a game. Mm-hmm. It's end game content to Godfall. I um I have a feeling at least with the uh Mortal Shell stuff that might be on the developer and not on PlayStation. PlayStation dictates the terms of this stuff. Do they? Yeah. Well, yeah, but the developers also still have to agree to it. Like, no, exactly, yeah. but it's one of those things where like PlayStation is the one that said we'll give the PS4 version away and the developer agreed to it. Like the devel- developers basically hit from from what I have heard like online and stuff like that, developers don't have a lot of say in it if they are approached like Sony basically approaches with what game they want to put up and the developer can either say yes or no. If they say no, Sony just goes on to another another game because like in the long run they don't care like there are enough games out there that like they can always find somebody willing to put something up there that's why like near the end of like the PS4 like life cycle um the games have sort of started to taper off again where like third party games were getting kind of like meh but they were also starting to give the first party stuff mm-hmm. um as, and that'll happen this time too it'll be you know it'll be a lot of kind of like mediocre third party games and not a lot of first party and then near the end of the lifespan, we'll get all of those early first-party games that, that had come out. Because okay. they've, they've basically run their their shelf life on them. They're not making any more money. Same thing they're doing with, with the PC ports. Like, they're waiting until those games have sort of, like, made all the money they're going to on their platform, and then porting on the PC to get more money. Because mm-hmm. they're, I mean, they're a company. At the end of the day, that's all they really care about. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... The whole, b- between that and, like, the Godfall thing, it just seems kind of, like, shitty business. Yeah, the Godfall thing is more bullshit. Um, and, and I, I, do, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't understand why. I think I do have it added to my library just because it's what I do. Or it's what you do when the free games are, are, uh, are up. Actually, yeah, they should be up now. So I don't have them added to my library because they just became free yesterday. Yeah. Um, but like, I honestly, it's, I might not add it to my library because it's, it's just the end of the game. It's the end game content. And that makes zero fucking sense to me. Zero sense. Yeah. Cause one of the worst things, in my opinion, are, um, like demos where they drop you in like late game with all of the stuff and you have mm-hmm. to just fumble through it. And in a lot of cases, like when demos do that, I am less interested in the game because it's ju- it's not fun to have too so many things to do and not know how to do any of them. That that's like um kind of what they did. Uh, Nintendo did it with uh what was it Project um Triangle Strategy or whatever. That one was still uh, early ish, like, but like that was just such a dense game. That... Yeah, it's 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 a very dense game, but it actually, from what I hear, if I remember correctly, it was still like a couple of hours into it. Like, which I mean, a couple of hours into a tactical RPG. Still could be pretty early game, but it's still, it's not like first things first type of thing. Like, yeah. And I understand, like, when it comes to like an RPG like that, why you wouldn't do first things first. But look at, um, uh, we all played Scarlet Nexus, the demo for that over the summer. Yeah. It literally runs you through the opening tutorial of the game to show you how to play the game. Mm -hmm. And then you have other games that basically do what Godfall is doing for PS Plus and just throw you in late game where you have a bunch of abilities that you don't know how to use, and it actually makes the game just overly complicated and less fun. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like throwing people into the end game of a game that nobody wanted to play last year when it came out is just kind of a, like, it's a shitty way 
to like give people a free game for the month. At least the Mortal Shell stuff, it's still a game. It's still going to mm-hmm. look and play fine on your PS5 or PS4. Yeah. I mean, Godfall might look and play fine based on how the game was released last year. I'm not saying it's a good game. I'm not saying it really plays fine or looks fine. But it'll look and play like it was released. It's just... It's the end of the game, so you won't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, apparently Godfall is on par with just disappointment the way uh, Two Human was. I don't, I don't think if... I... I don't remember what Two Human is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, two... I feel like... I, I I don't think I ever played it. I don't remember... Like, it, there's no yeah. recollection. Like, I don't even remember trailers or anything for so. so that's the odd thing, because that game was hyped like crazy in 2008. Or 7. Uh, oh, 7, oh, eight. Oh, s- See, that was um uh, 14 years ago. I I can't remember two years ago. That's valid. But yeah, th- this was a 360 game. It came out while, I believe Drew and I were both at GameStop at the time still. Yep. And big marketing. It had been in development forever. Um, I think that there was actually like a pretty big name behind it too. And I mean, for for that matter, Godfall is a, um, a Borderlands developer um, studio published thing. Gearbox? Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes, Gearbox um, Publishing published that one. Yeah. But who did Two Human? Uh, Silicon Knights developed yeah. it. Um, but who was the guy? Dennis Dyack. There you go. Thank you. I'm like trying to, I'm scrolling through the, uh, the Wikipedia page looking for names in the, in development. Um, and yeah, it just fucking was, it was a bad game. Like, mm-hmm. it was super, like, generic, entirely forgettable. It it rivaled the Madden games for how many used copies were on the shelf. Like, it, okay. like generally, like back at that time at GameStop, like it wasn't like the weird double double alphabetizing like spine stuff that they do now in all stores. Mm-hmm. Like that was usually like mall stores had to do that. <laughs> um, like my store and Drew's store, like we actually had pretty good wall space because it was a, a strip mall store, mm-hmm. and um, that was one of the games where we had so many copies that there were stacks of them in the back room. Because there wasn't enough wall space to actually just keep the boxes out there. Yeah. So, and that's kind of where Godfall is too. Like it was, it was in all the directs leading up to it because it was a launch game, and then it ended up being just the most generic, disappointing game of the PS5 launch, mm-hmm. which is why nobody fucking remembers it now. Yeah, and and it, yeah, I just still it blows my mind. Hey, here's a free copy of this game, but you can only play the end of it, and fuck the story entirely. Just you don't need what's the point what's the point of getting this game like, yeah exactly like unless you're a person who really only likes end game and you enjoy mediocre games it doesn't make sense um to kind of go on top of this what, though what you would think i'd be all down for that <laughs> yeah but actually I, yeah you're right like like I, it's, it's just stupid because i'm a story guy i need a story and if you're just gonna be like, here play it uh, no. Well, you can give them 30 and bucks th- and get the story. Like, n- fuck that. No, <laughs> this game is as bad as they say it is. Like, on, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, if I download it and enjoy the end game stuff, maybe I'd be considering buying the game to play the story. But then once I beat the story, was it really worth my 30 bucks? Probably not. Because then the free shit is the shit I'll be playing afterwards. Yeah, you're not wrong. Um, it, it, it's just stupid. But so to go along with this, and I, I was talking about this a little bit before we actually started recording. Um, the U.S. is getting Godfall. Japan is getting Judgment, the spin-off Yakuza game from 2018, I believe. Uh huh. Um, which is a 
well-regarded, well-reviewed, liked title um, that probably didn't sell quite as much as it should have just because it was a, it's a very niche game. Um, like Yakuza is just now kind of like getting bigger over the last couple of years, especially because they were, they re-released all of the games or most of the games in some fashion. They released like the collections on PS4, PS5. Um, I think they're all available on Games Pass. Um, and Judgment was just a spinoff of like the opposite side rather than being the, the gangster, you're, um, a detective and ex-lawyer. Yeah. And on top of that, it just had the, the sequel come out. Lost Judgment came out in September. So it's like, they've probably gotten past the, the initial sales of that game and the, any, like, retroactive sales they would get for Judgment. So now is kind of the perfect time to release Judgment as a PS Plus game. Like, it's right near the holidays. People might get it now, the beginning of December, play it, and then get it, ask for Lost Judgment as a last minute Christmas game. Yeah. Or, or buy it early next year, come, like, near the end of the fiscal year. Where, you know, you will then get that, like, post-Christmas bump in people buying Lost Judgment because they played Judgment over their Christmas break and really enjoyed it. But instead, they give yeah. us the end game of a game nobody liked. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, that's... I don't know. And I people were really kind of, like, down on on the whole, like, lock... Like, giving away Final Fantasy VII back in the spring and locking the, the PS5 version. I feel like that's not as big of a deal because the PS5 version wasn't even out. Um, it was a big game. Um, like this is just like it was a PS5 launch title, and you can't even give like the whole game. Like it, it was an it was an underperforming title at that. Like, come on, guys, come on, yeah, come exactly. on, come on, Randy Pitchford, do do some uh, sleight of hand magic and and loosen this shit up. Come on, Randy. Now he's he's too busy like having awkward interviews with uh Kevin Hart. <laughs> Un slightly better, maybe we'll see. Sony related news. Uh, rumors are coming out of Bloomberg that they may be working on a new streaming or not streaming platform, a uh, subscription platform. Mm -hmm. So the talk is it's going to be multi tiered and it's going to be some sort of Games Pass competition, something to compete with with Xbox, basically. Mm -hmm. It sounds so. The rumor is that it's going to be merging um, PS Plus and PS Now into like a single subscription, but it would be tiered. So I guess depending on the tier will depend on like sort of what you have access to. Which depending on the cost, I may or may not be a fan of that. Uh, it's it's gonna be Games Pass Ultimate essentially is what it is. It's there like so. Games Pass Ultimate is um, uh, Xbox. Uh, the, the online service, Xbox Live, right? Yeah. It's Xbox Live and Games Pass in one price tier. And then you can have them separately if you want it or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's, so that's, that's really what this is probably going to be. But maybe a little bit more, um, because PlayStation, a little bit more in depth or a little bit more spread out. Because PlayStation now is mostly like classic games, right? If I remember correctly, there's not a lot of current or modern games on there. Yeah, I don't know that P I don't know that PS5 games are on there at all. I know there are some PS4 in it. Mm -hmm. Um it's also primarily streaming. Um yeah. I think they've only only in the last like year or two have they started doing downloads and it's not everything can yeah. be downloaded. I honestly don't know a ton about PS now because it's just never really interested me. Yeah. Um uh, and I I I had interest in it in the past, but I just I don't I never got it because it's mostly older games and and um as much as I would want to go back and play like medieval, the original medievals, all three of them, four of them, whatever, 
and like some of the other ones, a lot of them have had remakes and other shit like that that I just got those, or I could get those. Instead. And also, like streaming just isn't necessarily the way you want to play games either. Like, yeah, ex- uh, especially in in my situation, sharing the internet with so many different devices, streaming just not a good idea. Yeah, like X Cloud is like a cool little novelty thing where like I can play like Halo on my cell phone. Like, mm-hmm. that's neat. Like, I, I totally did that a little bit because it was just, like, again, it was a novelty. But, like, I don't want to stream games to my PS5. Like, A, that's just eating up extra bandwidth that I don't have because Comcast is going to be imposing their uh, their data caps in 2022. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're a Comcast. shitty corporation, so. Yeah, um, they absolutely are. But, yeah, so I'm not against this, but it's one of those Xbox offers cloud saves regardless of subscription. So like it, I the, I think the difference is like if you're if you're a subscriber where you have Xbox Gold, you just get more storage versus PlayStation where unless it's changed and I missed it, you only get cloud saves if you're a PS Plus subscriber. I think I think that's how it is. I'm not sure though. So if they change it and they make it like a required like rather than them having the sixty dollar tier where you get just the PS Plus base benefits that because I really only have PS Plus for the cloud saves. I really don't give a single fuck about the free games because they're usually garbage. And when they're not garbage, they're things I bought when they launched. Like it's mm-hmm. like maybe once a year a game comes out on, on PS Plus that is something that I wanted to play that I never purchased. Mm-hmm. Um but like that's all I want. I want to pay sixty bucks a year for cloud saves. Like I don't play online, so like I'm fine without online. But if they're going to try and make me pay 80 bucks a year to have PS Now to also get my cloud saves, like, I'm probably going to end up using my PlayStation as strictly a first-party thing. And see, I think that's where the, the, the multi-tiered part comes into play. That's what I hope. Um, is they're not going to have you... It's they're not It's not going to be a forced upgrade like Switch Online or anything like that. It's, it's going to be... You can choose to get PS Now, and it'll be 80 bucks a year instead of 60 or you cannot choose, and it'll still be sixty. And that's that's it, it's how it's gonna be. It's not gonna be any other way. I would hope, but like they were also the ones who, when they when they turn PlayStation Now or PlayStation Now PS Plus on, they just immediately blocked online play behind it. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not like they haven't done that sort of thing before, where it's like, oh yeah, online's free. Oh no, today it's it's now sixty dollars to play online. <laughs> I mean, Xbox did the same thing. Xbox was always pay to play online. You Wasn't, always needed yeah. Xbox Live. On, even on the original Xbox? Yep. Yep. Oh, I did not know that. Yep. Um, they had different tiers of it. So you had gold and you had silver back in the day. Um, so like there was a cheaper way to be able to, I think you, I think silver lets you just play online, but gold lets you do other stuff too. Mm-hmm. I Probably. forget exactly how it worked out, but yeah, Xbox always did it. And I like, think, I don't, I think silver was just the free you have an account, like it tracks your achievements, but like, you didn't get to play online. You might be right. It's been 15 years. <laughs> I don't really remember. I just remember there being two different tiers to it. Um, and, like, I don't mind, like, the subscription fee to play online. Like, I don't use it, so I don't, like, I don't sign up for Xbox Gold because I would never fucking use it. Um, and I turn Game Pass kind of on and off as there are things I want to play on it. Like, if I have a game that I purchased, I turn Game Pass off because I'm going to be playing that game I purchased before I play anything free on their platform. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just, I hope that they don't do something shitty, like a forced, like, oh yeah, the, the price is going to jump up to 80 because even our base tier is going to include this extra service. It's like, but I don't want the fucking extra service. I just want cloud saves. Just, 
let me save to the cloud and and I'll be happy because hard drives are volatile and that shit can die. Even their yeah. even their fi- I mean not just the, like the hard drives like the console itself can die. Like those yeah. things are not infallible. And with how hard it is to get a PS5, I don't want to ha- run the chance of like my PS5 dying and then like both not being able to find a new one and also losing any progress in anything I was playing. <laughs> no, yeah, I agreed. Um, totally agreed. But it does so as far as like the tiers go, um, the the one thing to go along with Bloomberg's report is the higher tiers of this could also include PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP libraries, um, which seems like it's, I guess it's not quite old enough yet, but I feel like if you're including PSP, why not include the Vita also? <laughs> like just, you're not making them anymore. You're not selling, like you can't really buy the games easily anymore. Throw the fucking Vita in there. Why not? Let people play the best version of Persona 4. I was going to say, what Vita game is there even that anyone would want to play? So to be fair, like, and I, not just to be fair, but at this point, a lot of the best Vita games have been ported in one way or another. Like, you can get Persona 4 Golden on PC now, but if you don't have a PC, being able to play that through PlayStation now would be cool. Um, same thing with, like, Danganronpa. Like, those have all been ported a bunch of times, so, like, they're not locked on the PS Vita, but it's still, like, something there. Um, there's those, um, Uncharted games that I believe people liked. I never played either of them. Golden Abyss and something else. Were there two? Yeah. God, what was the other one called? I'm looking it up. Uncharted Golden Abyss. Vita. Fight for Fortune. Oh, that's right. They were both done by Bend. Um, the, the stu- the Sony studio that did Days Gone. Okay. Fight for Fortune's apparently a card game. Yes, it is. And I, but I think people liked it. I don't, I don't know for sure, but I know Golden Abyss was... It was, like, well-regarded for what it was, but who knows? Oh, actually, is that part of the Nathan Drake collection? Golden not. Abyss? No? No, it's not. Okay, I didn't think so. Okay, no, so I clicked on the Golden Abyss um, Wikipedia page, and as I was clicking away from it, I just saw a Uncharted Nathan Drake collection-like line in here, um, and it said the game remains exclusive to the platform as it was left out of Uncharted the Nathan Drake collection. <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. I'm still interested to see what they do with this service, like if they are going to try and compete with Games Pass or not. Yeah, I they probably are. Like, I feel like they see the success of Game Pass and are like, all right, we gotta we gotta go that way. Like, that's it's one thing Microsoft is doing right this generation. Blah blah blah. Like, Games Pass is really fucking good, really good, and hopefully PlayStation like listens to or or pays attention to what Microsoft does, and it's like. Alright, well, maybe we can have our first party devs also make games for PC right away as well. Um, and have it available on PC if we have PlayStation Games Pass. Um, and then I'll never have to turn on my PlayStation 5! But I'd want to, because I'd spend so much money on that thing. Though, haven't you not played it in like a month? Mm, probably about two. I was gonna say, cause um, I, I think, I think I was looking like on the app the other day and like, like, your name was in, like, the, the list, and it's like you hadn't been on in, like, yeah, like, two months or something silly like that. Yeah, it's, it's been, I've, I've been playing other stuff. I, like, I, I, PC, mostly, mostly Switch games, but PC and Switch games. So, yeah, I don't really need the PS5. I feel bad for all the people who can't have it, and I have it and don't use it. Well, why don't you sell it? Because then I'll need it. Three months. You have not used your PS5 in three months. <laughs> I mean... That that means you haven't turned it on in three months. You know how far behind your fucking firmware is. Oh yeah, I I I used to have a rule that I never stuck with, which was turn on all game consoles at least once a month. 
Um, and I've never done that. So, I, one of these days I'll turn it on, uh, and, uh, have to download a couple of updates. Meanwhile, sure. uh, Drew was on yesterday. Yeah, I was playing over, wait, was I on, that was yes. no. The fuck, I was on yes. I was on Monday playing It might have just be the, you might have just opened the app up. Maybe. Or it, it hasn't been a full, um, two days yet, because I think it, it well, tracks yeah, it weird. that's fair. But. I will say the PlayStation does a the PS5 does a good job of actually downloading and installing updates when it's in Rust mode. It won't in, it won't always install um firmware though. It'll update games, but usually firmware you have to go in and actually tell it to um install yeah. it. Yeah, it'll download it. It won't install it. You all have to go in and I don't know that I've ever had to manually go actually install the firmware after the fact. Uh, I wonder if maybe you went into settings and like turned on like auto install firmware. Uh, probably is why the fuck wouldn't you <laughs> i leave games suspended so Fair. i never do that i do that all the time because it's just easier um yeah me too like even if i'm not going to use like like i actually haven't played my ps5 in a little while either but i just i haven't got like i haven't gotten anything for it recently um and sony so here's a weird gripe i have with sony um i really like the ps5 they don't let you purchase um digital games for other people so, like, for Christmas, if I, like, I've just gotten to the point where I would just have rather have digital for, like, 90% of games. I think you guys are there, too. I mean, yeah. I have the PS5 that does not have a disk drive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I like the disk drive because I'm at some point there might be a game that I do want, to, like, physically or, you know, something that, like, I go into a GameStop and it's, like, a game from, like, two years ago that's now $15, but it's still 60 on the PlayStation Store because... Digital games just do not drop in price the same way GameStop prices do. Um, but, like, you can't buy a game for somebody else. So, like, with Christmas coming up, like, Erica asked, like, what games I wanted. I gave her all uh, Xbox games and a few Switch games because Xbox, you can go right into the store, send it as a gift. But you can't do that on Switch. No, but um, Switch I don't mind getting um, physical for because they're just those little cartridges um, and I just keep them, like, in a case next to me. Um, I also, I, I don't have as much faith in Nintendo's, um, preserving their online stuff as Microsoft and Sony. I, I, um, I didn't know you could with Microsoft. I didn't know you could, uh, buy games with Microsoft. The only service I knew that you could do that on was, was Steam. Yeah, my, so it's a little hidden on the Xbox store, but there's like, if you're on like the game page to purchase, there's like a three little dots underneath the add to cart or next to the add to cart. And when you click that, one of the options is like buy as a gift or buy for someone else. And you purchase it, you type in the email address, and it emails the code to the person. Yeah. Um, they also, um, Xbox still allows you to buy, like, um, and so does Switch, actually. Um, you can still buy the game cards, like, with the digital codes. Um, like, you yeah. can you can go in the fucking Walmart and buy those. Uh, but yeah, you can go to Amazon and do it, too. Yeah, but Sony stopped doing that, too. So, like, there is no way to buy for another person a digital game. And, yeah. like, for what it's worth, like, and, and I understand it, like, Erica doesn't really like gift card like giving people gift cards unless like that's all they want or that's just like like the thing that they want is not something that you can buy for them sort of thing Mm -hmm. and like i get that and like that's actually like that's a reasonable thing like you want to give somebody the actual gift you don't want to give them currency to buy their own gift (laughs) i mean it's more like who who wants to give their partner a gift card for christmas exactly like that's just like like yes i know like i'm sure erica knows if she gives you a $70 gift card to PlayStation, you're going to pay for the game that you wanted to pay for. But, like, 
And it's also, like, you know how much she bought this game for, because the game is not going to be on sale. It's going to be $70 if it's a new game, whatever. But it's, like, more that, like, you're taking away the mystery of, ooh, how much did they spend, and ooh, what did they get me kind of thing from your partner. And that's, it's bullshit. You don't want to give your partner a gift card. I yeah. totally agree. And I'm pretty sure, too, Sony doesn't sell $70 gift cards. They sell 50 and a 100 Mm-hmm. So, like, oh, yeah, probably. across the board, they do not sell a, a regular, like, card with, like, a number on it. That you can buy a game with. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just, they're bad at that. And, like, yeah. it super sucks because, like, I do. I, like, I just don't buy anything on the PlayStation right now. Because, yeah. like, I knew Christmas was coming up. There were a few games that, like, I wanted. So I'm just like, well, like, they're not things that I need per se. Um, so, like, I'll get them as gifts or, like, like I'll, 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 like, put it out there for, like, gifts. And it's like, well, I'm only going to ask for them on Switch and Xbox because they're the two platforms that people can get them in a in a format that I want them. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I would love to play the PlayStation 5 more. It's just, like, the fuck am I going to play on there? <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't there, like, 20-something games that were for free when you first got the PlayStation 5 on PlayStation Classics or whatever? Like, play I, one of those? I played all, all the ones that I was interested in. I played already. Play the ones you're not interested in. Try mm-hmm. them out. But I'm not interested in them. But maybe you'll like them. You, maybe you weren't interested in them because uh, uh, um, um, poor marketing. But maybe it's actually something you'll enjoy. I'm going to look up real quick to see what games are on the, the collection. So let's see. All right, I, so Detroit Become Human. I played a little mm-hmm. bit of it. Um, It's fine. It's just nothing special. Yeah, that's most of those games. Yeah. Days Gone. Um, I actually own it physically. Um, I got it super cheap. I haven't played it because it was... Excuse me. It looks super generic, and I got to a point, like, right around the time that I got it, where I realized, like, I just don't like zombie content at all anymore. It's just completely unappealing. Um, Mortal Kombat 10, played. Played that on Game Pass, actually. Um, Infamous Second Son, played that when it came out. Didn't care for it. Uh, what? Yeah, I didn't like Come Second on. Son. I like the first two Infamouses. I didn't really... and I didn't like the character or the narrative of Second Son. Man. Um, Arkham Knight. I enjoyed Arkham Knight. Um, I own Battlefield 1. It's fine. It's just a bunch of vignettes unless you play online. So, meh. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. No thank you. Um, The Last Guardian. I was never... I, I like Shadow of the Colossus enough. I do not like Ico. Um, and this game just didn't look fun. It looked super, super frustrating. Because this is the one with the big fucking cat creature thing that you have to, like, guide around places and use as a platforming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, 2016 Ratchet and Clank. Great game, own it already. Until Dawn, great game, own it already. Uh, Final Fantasy 15, uh, it, it was good. I enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. Uh, Fallout 4, I don't like Bethesda Softworks. Uh, Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, I enjoyed that. That was a good game. I played it. Uh, Resident Evil 7, I own it. It's good. It's, it's, it's a scary game. Probably the only, only zombie-adjacent content that isn't always garbage. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, The Insane Trilogy, uh, I own that. It's a it's a good it's a good time. The Last of Us also not a good time, but a good game. God of War 2018 own it very good. Uh, Monster Hunter World I tried that. I Rich you you can vouch. I tried that on Xbox when it was on Games Pass. I gave it I don't know like twelve hours something like that. I did not like it. Well now you can try it on PlayStation. Maybe you'll like it. More. I don't think so. I don't know. Like it was. Well, a, you know you you know you could also play Persona Five. Yeah, I own that twice. Yeah. No, you could play Godfall on the PS Plus. I, I only the end game though. But you could still play it. Also, Bloodborne's on this list. Um, and Bloodborne is on the list. Yeah. I, I I think I own Bloodborne. I think it was a PS Plus game once too. 
It was a um, lot. Of, a lot of them were PS Plus games. At some point. I think almost yeah. every single one. Yeah. No, Monster Hunter wasn't. Um, I said almost. I, uh, I I I I on it. I think it's like fifty fifty. If anything, I don't think. Yeah, like I don't. No, Persona Five was eventually a PS Plus game. Um, but yeah, Bloodborne. Um, I don't like Bloodborne. I don't like from like they're not bad games. I am very bad at them, and I don't have fun with them. Look, we don't have to go through the whole list. We've already gone through the list. I went. Th- that was the last game on the list. I went through the whole list. I could have swore there was going to be more. No, there's 20 games. I mean, I don't know how old this article is, to be honest with you. It might be older. It's from April. So they, they may have changed the game since then. But, like, Well, yeah. no, it's still the same for the PlayStation 4 Classic or whatever. It's they, still the they same never games. Upped, okay. I, I wasn't yeah, sure they, if they, they changed those. I, I honestly, I believe they're still available to download as well. Oh, no, they 100% no, that's, are. That's, that's a permanent yeah. thing yeah. if you have a PS5. Which, I, I thought it was going to be limited time. Oh. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a whole bunch of really good games that I already own and have played. <laughs> well, maybe play less so that when they do more free games, you can have something to play. I mean, look, I'm doing that right now by not playing anything on PS5 because I don't have anything to play on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but but anyway, anything else that you want to talk about with uh, PlayStation Games Pass? Or no, I, no, we're going to be one of the book are. club. We're going to talk about the best thing ever, Mario Party Party 5, right, Drew? Yes. I can't believe you guys watched this twice. I have watched it like seven times, probably. Why? Why? It's hilarious. No, it's. I did not laugh at all. You are broken. Thing. You have no sense of humor. No, I. What was funny about it? Everything. Almost literally everything. You know what? Yeah, seriously. To be to be fair, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw these two things out there for two reasons why I don't think Richie enjoyed it, nor would he have enjoyed it. And I apologize, Rich. I did not think about these before. Um, you didn't watch one through four. So you don't know the sort of the history that those four guys have with the game. Um, also, you don't really know any of their personalities. So like, you don't know that like Drew or not Drew, um, Dan really leans into lo- the like wrestling heel persona and le- like tends to lean into it even more in this because there's that live crowd like cheering and booing and like just kind of like riling everything up. Mm-hmm. But they so. This is obviously the fifth time they've done it. They've done five Mario Party parties um, up to this point. They have they have actually done one for every Mario Party. Um, and this was the only one done live at an event. Um, mm-hmm. They were normally done at like their their studio where they, where they would record it. And just the first couple of Mario Parties in particular, a lot of the game, well, a lot of the mini games and stuff like that were real bullshit. Like it was a, so. One of the funny things is Dan always goes on about how it's a game of skill. When a lot of those early um, uh, games were like mostly games of chance, mm-hmm. and like one, I forget all the games they played, but one of them that was like totally up to chance was the game where you had to just jump and hit blocks, and maybe you hit the right type of block, and I it mean, was literally just like run around and jump. <laughs> there, well, there was also one in there that was like. Just turn a knob and a random thing comes out. Oh, or or pick a random rope and see yeah. what happens. Yeah, like, it, there's a bunch of just, like, very random chance games in there, but, like, Dan always leaned very heavily into a, oh, no, it's a game of skill. Like, you just, you need the skill for it. And anytime he would lose, it'd be like, oh, I guess this was a game of chance. And then immediately go right back to this is a game of skill. Um, But sort of, like, the the evolution of it over, like, at least these first five was... If I, unless I'm misremembering, and Drew, you've watched them more than I have, I believe Drew lost every single one up to five. 
Like, he did not win any before. Like, I think Dan won one, two, three, and four. Maybe Jeff won one of them. Jeff never wins a single one. So, yeah, so Dan won... Jeff maybe wins ten when it's, like, a 20-turn thing. Yeah. Brad wins one of the first. Okay, but so... Can we we do one thing real quick? Can we call him the blonde guy, the bearded guy, the brown-haired guy, and the fat guy? Because that's really how I know them. Do you want us to, to... do it by like the character they were playing because they always played the same character. I, I I mean honestly I you can but like I I literally know nothing about these people and like well the blinking white guy was there from the gif. Well yeah I I know I I could figure he he was there because he's the only blonde haired guy on the stage and he told me about him he's a blonde haired blinking white guy but like I I don't know I don't know who any of these guys are I don't know their personalities you keep using their names, and I don't know who they are. You right, just so, watched four so. hours of them and you couldn't learn their fucking names. <laughs> they don't say their names all that often. They don't really say their names. They say it at the beginning. Yeah, and they, then I watched four hours of garbage. Yeah, they really don't say the names all that often. Because they, like, they know each other, and the audience knew who they were. So there wasn't really a reason to have, like, lower thirds pop up every 45 minutes. Um, Fair. But yeah, so Dan was the guy with the beard who um he was playing Waluigi and he was the one that was very into it. Um mm-hmm. he he won most of them um by like the bullshit end of game like hey Chase. this this person walked around the map the most, here's a star. This person won the most mini games, here's a star. And it would always be like somebody else would be winning and then Dan would get all of those stars at the end and it would bump him up. Mm-hmm. Um and like it was just always he was he was so into it and excited the whole time. And like everybody else, it was just like, what is wrong with you, dude? Like, well, okay. and, and that's, that's, that's my biggest problem is I'm, yes, maybe if I were in the crowd, I'd have fed off the energy of the crowd more, but I wasn't in the crowd. I was feeding off the energy of the four guys on stage, three of whom were begrudgingly there and not entertaining at all. This game sucks. This game's stupid. Hey, hey, this game hey, sucks. What, That's uh, all you hear for four fucking hours. A, no you don't. B, two of them hated it. One of them was super into it. One was me, like, mostly having an okay time, but the, also fully commenting on how bullshit the game is. Besides Dan, the other three did not want to be there and play that game. True, they did not hate it that much. Jeff I, absolutely hates it. Brad mostly hates Mario Party. Drew, Drew does, does not hate it nearly, like, on that level. But also keep in mind they're leaning into that even more than they normally would, because, like, that's what, what the crowd is getting into. Like, the crowd is laughing and cheering at them quipping about, like, bad stuff about the game. Like, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's, I, it, to me, that, that doesn't, I, I, I don't know, like, the, what these guys, like, I literally can't remember a single instance that, that like, they said something that made me laugh. Like, I mostly heard them just complaining about the game. Oh, this game is bullshit. That, 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 that minigame is stupid. Um, occasionally you'd hear Dan like, oh, you know, this is the best one out of the ones we've played so far. And I'm like, I'm like, he's trying to be positive about it while the other three are being just absolutely negative about it. And it makes me less interested because these guys are being unenthusiastic about a game where they're getting fucking paid to play video games on on on, on record it. Well, to be fair, they're not getting paid to be there right then. 
I mean, it's their job to do that. It's their job to do that press. It's their job to do that those events. So they might not have been getting paid hourly for the four hours that they were there, but it's their job, and they get a salary to do shit. It sounds like you're just jealous, man. No, it's... it's <laughs> I'm kidding. Be, be, be happy about the thing you're doing. If you're not happy about it, don't fucking do it. But, the, the, like, that's the joke. The joke is it's bad, and they're literally torturing themselves. Like, that's and, literally and, the joke. And why is that fun? Why is that fun to watch? Because I'm, I like Mario Party, but Mario Party is not a fun fucking thing to watch. Exactly. It is. So why is it it fun to watch? One, settle down. You're getting very worked up. Um, (laughs) it's, it's like watching like, um, like roasts. Yeah. That's like pretty good. uh, Like, it's kind of like that. Like those guys are all like, they are leaning into, into their roles basically. Cause like if you if you watch all of them, yes, that they are always down on Mario Party because they are, it's not a game they like. Like the whole thing is framed as Dan basically makes them play all of the Mario Parties. Um, and like to this day, like Dan no longer works for Giant Bomb. Um, he still, he still makes ma- people play. Yeah, Mario Party. He makes the new staff as they start come play Mario Party with him on stream. Um, for fifty fucking turns. And I like that's the other part of it is like they're not just playing like a normal game of Mario Party. They're turn they turn it up all the way. Like whatever the max amount of turns is, that's what they turn it up to. And then they just they lean into like being like the 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 grump about it basically. While Dan is over there like super enthusiastically like doing like I forget which one it was. It was one of the the N sixty four ones. He brought like a special glove with him for some of the games. I think because like two some of the games like you had to um like spin the analog stick on the N64 and like the best way to do it was with a with the palm of your hand but it would cause blisters so he brought like this special um fingerless glove just for those mini games and it's like it's absolutely ridiculous um and like it's not that different from like when you watch a roast like you're you're literally there to watch other people say mean things about each other but those things are funny i think i i think this is funny but like you and i i forget if this was in the group chat or if it was just um you and i talking but like it's not all that different to like um when we did no. uh, Top Gear. Like it's just yeah, not your exactly. cup of tea. Yeah, it, like you don't know those characters. You don't know those the the, the if, when we did Top Gear. You you don't know the three guys. You don't know Hammond, Maze, and 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 Clarkson. You don't know how their interaction. You're not a real big car fan, so you you thought it was boring. Like if I were to rank my bottom three, it would be wrestling, Top Gear, this out of the book club. This is my number one worst thing we've done in the book club. Wow, ha- Top Gear is actually up there for you? Yeah, because I'd ma- I'd I had admitted when we did it, I chose some bad episodes to watch. They're my they're some of my favorite episodes, but they're probably not the best episodes of Top Gear. So when when and you so would... they were they were a poor example of what Top Gear was. That's okay. That's fair. So when when you were saying like when you originally said that that like you that you admitted that they were bad episodes to pick, I didn't think that necessarily like bump them down on like how much on like like your ranking of what we've done so far if that makes sense no no it it, because like when i was watching them myself i was like these are at least like the 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 chernobyl episodes kind of nothing really happens kind of boring and the other two it's interesting what happens at the end but the and some of the stories they tell are interesting during the the other two but besides that it's just they they weren't the better like i should have had you watch the africa special the africa special so much better than patagonia um, but at the same time, like, there's a good chance, like, me just not, like, I wasn't into their humor or anything like that. 
I probably still wouldn't have enjoyed it. Just like there's probably not a like I think the only thing that you may actually enjoy from Giant Bomb, and I might actually have you watch this at some point, um, would be their Hitman things. Oh, the um, Hitman stuff is really good. So bear with me for a second, Rich. Um, you don't like this because the, like the guys playing are kind of all down on the game. Um, yeah, they it's, did a. I I I played off of their their reactions to the game, and their reactions were very poor to the game, and so it just it made me so less interested. So they did um, over the ever since I guess 2016 when the first game came out, they've done a bunch of different streams for Hitman, like the the newer Hitman games, um, and they are just batshit fucking crazy, like. Um, in one, one of like the random ones, um, Dan and then Brad, who was the guy on the far side of the couch, he played as Wario and he's the one that had like the slicked back hair next to Drew, the blinking white guy. Um, they, they were playing a map and they had to kill somebody and they were having trouble find like getting them. And so then they decided they wanted to see if they could kill somebody with a toilet. Um, and it was like 45 minutes of them meticulously going around. And trying to get, like, a bomb set up in this p- particular spot to, like, blow a toilet up, basically. Um, but in the process, they basically had to kill every other person on the map. And it just ends with, like, a pile of dead bodies as they blow up this toilet. And it was just absolutely absurd, but hilarious to the point where the devs... I believe it was that episode that the devs actually ended up putting, like, a trophy or something in the next game because of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or that... Um, the, the, the one that would actually probably be fun to watch would be, um, for, um, for their game of the year one year, they did, um, they did what they called Hitmas. I, I think they did it like three years in a row. There's I think more than one Hitsman. So they basically did this thing where, um, they had like hats with a bunch of, um, like, like, no, they had, they had a costume that was on the map, uh, tar, the possible like named character targets. And then weapon, and they had to pick two of each. They had to pick two costume, and like they did it in order. It would be like you pick a costume, a target, and a weapon. You have to kill that target in that costume with that weapon, and then pull again for a second target to kill in a second diff- with a second different weapon. And it was it was around the holidays, so they had the um like the Santa Claus outfit, which I don't know if you know or not. You might not because I don't think you ever played those Hitman games. Um, to get the Santa Claus outfit, you actually had to go find Santa Claus, like, uh, like legitimate Santa Claus hiding in the attic of this building and either kill or sedate him so that you could then steal his outfit. <laughs> um, and like that whole thing was just, it was just a trial of errors, but like in the best way because they're all super into it and like super excited to like see what dumb shit is going to happen. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I might like that. But also, like, I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention to these guys. I've never, like, listened. The the past four weeks, I have taken in four pieces of their media. That is it. Yeah. Or three pieces, whatever it is. And, like, even when we were doing the previous ones, where it was them playing the games, I even said, like, I didn't find anything, like, too over the top, like, rolling on the floor funny. I didn't really... I don't, I don't, I, I, I might have smiled here or there, but it wasn't anything, like, super funny, but I thought the game was interesting in and of itself. I, like, the personalities themselves, I didn't, I don't really care for. And maybe if I had been listening to them or paying attention for a lot longer, I might have, but, like, I'm not gonna expect you guys, if I were to tell you for the next book club or a couple of book clubs from now, 
watch uh Neebs Gaming do um uh their full collection of them playing um, uh, Among Us like which is two and a half hours long. If I were to have you guys do that, like I'm I'm not gonna sit here and expect you guys to find them funny after only two and a half hours. Like I've taken in so much of their content that that's and I find them funny in general. Yeah, which I um, mean is completely valid. And I didn't I didn't when I was saying that, like I didn't necessarily mean that you would find them funny. It more you would find funny just the situations that are coming up in the mm-hmm. game. Like the actual gameplay funny. Because of just how, like, goofy Hitman can be. Especially when people are given those very specific um, circumstances they have to do it in. Yeah. yeah. Like, I might find that funny. I might also uh, find it funny because of how stupid they may be being. Like, I, sometimes I watch things and I'm just like, why don't you... You, sh- you should do it this way, not that way. Because you're being an idiot and this would be easier or whatever and blah, blah, blah. But it's like... And that's very much what that is, because it's one of those things where, like, somebody gets the idea in their head of how they're going to do it, and then they can't sort of see around them that there's a better way to do it. Yeah. And it ends up being funny because they inevitably fuck up and, like, run away and hide and then go back out and they're still detected, so they have to run away and hide again. And it's just like... Yeah. I think it was one of the hit misses where, like, something crazy happened and whoever was playing ended up just, like, throwing a wrench... And, like, knocking a person out right before they died and, like, managing to get away in, like, one of those just, like, holy shit, did that actually just happen moments? Well, I'm also pretty sure in one of them is when they clip through a wall at one point to choke someone out. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that can't... I'm pretty sure that is the Sheik Zanzibar moment. Yeah. Hitman is, like, that is, like, weirdly glitchy in, like, the best ways because, like... Yeah. If you die and fail in that game, like, it's not a huge deal because, like, it's not really about, like, fulfilling the mission so much. Like, it is obviously about fulfilling the mission, but it's more about, like, how you do it. So, like, if you fuck up and die, you just weren't doing it right. So, like, you're just going to try again and, like, try a different method that will Mm -hmm. also probably result in something just batshit stupid happening. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm not surprised. Like, like looking back on it, kind of like you said with Top Gear, like, I'm not totally surprised you didn't like it because... You don't know the personalities, and you hadn't seen the other the other four of them doing this. Mm-hmm. So, like, you had no um no real like basis for it. Like, you just kind of we dumped you into the fifth time they're playing, and everyone's kind of like bitter at how just every time Dan wins for by some sort of like random happenstance at the end of the game. Because mm-hmm. it was never like good playing. It was always like, oh, you just got the most coins because you went around the board the most times because you rolled dice the most or something silly like that. Yeah. Um, but, Rich, what are you picking for the next book club? Um, so, we're going to do Jingle All the Way 2, if we're still down for that, for a mini book club. Yes. Okay. So, next week, we're going to do Jingle All the Way 2 with um, uh, uh, Larry the Cable Guy. And then, for the actual book club, um, Critical Role did a Christmas special in 2019 called The Night Before Christmas. Liam O'Brien is the, uh, DM, and I believe it's Travis, Sam, uh, and, like, four other, three or four, three or four other people. I can't remember everyone who plays in that one. Um, but it is a one-shot, uh, Christmas, uh, inspired one-shot. So, I, I, I have it up right now. Um, mm-hmm. it is Talison, Marisha, Sam. Travis, Ashley, and Matt are playing. Um, like you said, Liam. Oh, right. Liam is the DM, 
And there's one other person there that I'm not familiar with. Um, that must be like like a guest player or something like that. Uh, I, I if I saw it, I could probably if I was looking, I'd probably know. Yeah, I ju- I literally just loaded the video and then just kind of fast forwarded into the middle where like everyone was sitting there. Um, and yeah, I'm not sure who she is. She's definitely not somebody I recognize from anything else. Not sure if maybe she was on. Um, oh, it's right in the thing. Julie Nathanson. Uh, I, yeah, I don't remember who she is. I don't remember, uh, what she, what she's been in. Uh, but yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's funny, it's silly. Uh, I'll say you can probably fast forward through, like, the announcements in the beginning. Um, it's, it's, I think it's what, four and a half hours on YouTube, but there's a 15 minute break in the middle, and there's, like, a couple minutes in the beginning and a couple minutes, uh, or a couple minutes in the beginning, so it might only be about four hours plus, any combat, you could probably fast forward a little bit or just listen to it on a higher speed because it's it's a one shot, so combat doesn't really matter too too much. Um, out, of, um, out of curiosity, does it open with any just like of the silly bullshit that Sam does? I don't remember. Uh, I only watched it once. Um, wait, it, wait, wait, it wait, might... wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. You only watched this once. Yeah, I mean, it only came out twenty nineteen. Yeah, but you watch every episode at least twice. I, that was before I started watching every episode twice. Oh, okay. I yeah, did not know I that. I didn't. I did not become a um, subscriber uh, on Twitch until they came back from their pandemic break. Oh, okay. I, I, yeah, I, I didn't believe know that. that's when I first started uh, subscribing. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I used to only watch it on Mondays. Uh, well, not only, but started on Mondays because that was back when I worked in an office and couldn't like easily watch it. Oh but, okay. yeah, it is. It is. It is silly. It's funny. Um, there's some fun Christmas movie references and such throughout. Uh, Travis's character is great. Um, yeah, I, I, it's, I, I love it, and I feel like it's very, it's a very good choice of a Christmas style, uh, thing, like a nerdy Christmas thing to watch for us, along with Jingle All the Way too with Larry the Cable. And I believe so. The the like the the real book club thing will release on. The 23rd. Yeah, it'll be Christmas week. Yeah, exactly. But that should be interesting. Yeah, it's... I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. Right. So, I played um, the opening mission for Halo Infinite earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's Halo, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, I like Halo. Yeah. Um, I did play it on PC because that's all I had. Because I, I played it, like, kind of, like, while I was having downtime at work. Um, and my Xbox is downstairs. My PC is what I'm working on. Um, I'm, I don't like mouse and keyboard. I'm real bad at it. It was very hard to play. I, you know, I've, uh, for the most part, for most games I play nowadays, I use key, uh, uh, controller. Like the only, the only game I'm strict using mouse and keyboards are, uh, when I played zombie art, like the games that don't support it on PC. I believe zombie Army trilogy does, but I, I'm not going to use it for that. Cause it's a sniping game and like stupid games like muck or, um, Stardew or something like that. I won't use a keyboard. I'm a controller, but for the most part, I'm using controller more so than mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I th- I thought about running downstairs and grabbing an Xbox controller, but it just it I didn't know how much I was actually going to be able to play because it was kind of just during downtime. Um, so I didn't want to go through the hassle of like turning the game off to like sync the the controller to the X to the PC and all that fun stuff to then maybe only play for five minutes. Yeah. Um. I'm pro- I I did download it to my Xbox, so I'm probably going to play some more of it um, when I have some some free time because uh, mm-hmm. it, it the, the saves should transfer for the like I said I played the first mission 
Um, I got into the second mission and started running around, but the level was very weird with, like, the layout. And I was just having too much trouble, like, moving around because I'm not good at mouse and keyboard. <laughs> how, man, how can you be bad at mouse? I have... I have not played a first-person game on a mouse and keyboard since 2003. Still, though, man. Still. Doesn't make sense. I I was... There's... Legitimately, there are too many buttons to remember <laughs> for, like, things to do. And, like, it's not like everything is, like, close by. And there's not really, like, a good... Like, I was looking at the controls trying to, like, figure out, like, how could I remap these things to make it less cumbersome? And there just wasn't really a good way. Like, the best I came up with was I put, um melee and grenade on like my two um like side mouse buttons which helped a little bit but i'm i'm not good at at mo at like looking around with a mouse and keyboard especially because like it's not like i have a big mouse pad so like i have to constantly like pick my mouse up to like spin all the way around mouse pad who uses those anymore um normal human beings Everyone? i have not had a i haven't had a mouse pad in like for my home pc in like it's forever let me tell you, your mouse will work better. I mean, my mouse works fine. Um, my mouse. Like, I'm I'm using a 15 year old mouse. It works fine without a mouse. Pad. Does it? Does it, it? Does it still have a trackball? Is that why it works okay? No, it's a, it's a light. <laughs> um, most modern mice like do not work well on like hard surfaces like that. Um, like mine does not track well on just my um the like the the keyboard thing that pulls out. Mm -hmm. Also, like, it's just, my desk isn't very big, so, like, there's actually not a lot of room for the mouse and keyboard. So, like, even if I had a bigger mouse pad, I would still have to constantly be picking the mouse up to, like, spin. And then you end up, like, looking up or down by mistake. Like, I don't know. I I don't like mouse and keyboard. I never have. Like, even even in, like, 2003, like, for, like, a like a game like Diablo or, like, a um like an MMO, like, it's fine. Like, because those are basically point and click anyway. Um mm -hmm. And I know it's kind of blasphemy, but like I fucking hate mouse and keyboard for first person. Um, I no, I I don't think it's blasphemy. I get it. I'm like fifty fifty on it. Um, I've played most first person with controller. Um, so like if but if I were to go back and play like um any game that I've played as mouse and keyboard, I would not use controllers. When I play Seven Days to Die, that's mouse and keyboard. If I were to play like Half Life games, it's mouse and keyboard. But uh, I've been playing um uh uh Orcs Must Die. And I use controller instead of keyboard, mouse and keyboard. And that's, I mean, that's third person, but it's still, it has, it would be a little bit better, probably. It would kind of be felt as a little similar to a first person enough to where a mouse and keyboard would probably be better. But it, controller just feels better. Yeah. Yeah. Like I will take a controller over a mouse and keyboard for like anything except for like a Diablo or an MMO, because those games tend to just mm -hmm. have too much going on where like having the keyboard shortcuts and stuff like that like like macros just do actually make things far easier for a game mm -hmm. like like Halo where you're running around and you very quickly need to change grenades or swap weapons or reload like i kept hit like e or e is like pick up an item basically like so like swap guns or pick up things that you can throw at the enemies and r is reload and like that's not a big deal and like like they're right there so like they're easy to hit but because i don't play games like this often um, I was hitting the wrong ones a lot. Like, I was hitting reload when I was trying to pick stuff up and vice versa. Um, Q is the grapple grappling hook. Um, so I kept accidentally either hitting up or tab instead of Q. Are, are you telling me your, your, uh, your home row keys aren't caps lock A, S, and D? Like, wait, is that, is that legitimately how you do it? <laughs> I mean, honestly, because I played so much mouse and keyboard, yes, my home row keys 
for my my left hand are caps lock A, S, and D. Because W is my middle finger, um, E, R, D, and C are my index finger, Q, A, and Z uh, are my ring finger, and tab is my my pinky. Oh, that's so weird. I mean, I... That's... That's how it works. Are you telling me that when you play mouse and keyboard, you're using your pinky at A? Yeah. That's why you can't do it. No, I'm I'm, I'm kidding. When when I, like when I used to play like WoW or Final Fantasy 14, like like yes, that that is where my my hand goes. But generally, I don't have my pinky resting on um on caps lock. Like well, it's just kind of like off the keyboard. My hand when I'm just sitting at a PC. Like where my fingertips are are on Shift A W and I mean yeah so yeah. I actually when I when I am just resting my hands on the keyboard I am very traditional like it's like my index fingers go on F and J and like then down from there um, I don't you often just, actually you... rest on those keys though because like I know where the keys are so it's just like wherever my hands go I just kind of like feel for the the bumps and then just go. You, you need to you need to just get your uh get your home keys to be better. Home home, home row fingers, <laughs> home row fingers. Caps lock A S and D. Come on now. But like I don't ever, so everything on that side, like other than A, I don't ever type a Q. I never use caps lock. I very rarely type a Z. But like I have to use the G all the time. But dude, years of mouth. I I'm the same way. I don't type any. I don't use caps lock when I'm typing. I don't really use a Q or a Z. But for from years and years and years of, of of mouse and keyboard gaming, that's just where my hand goes when I'm on a keyboard. Yeah, no, like if I'm if I'm playing something where I have to use the keyboard, like I I just move my hands down and like I know where the keys are, but like in something like Halo where I'm also trying to use the mouse to look around, it's just very easy to hit the wrong key while you're trying to like do something in the spur of the moment because you're you're getting shot from like four different sides. Nah, you're broken. And it's also weird, um so N is the um the grenade switch button, which is very M? far from N. Like like N? Yeah, that's yeah. What so like you're you're no, going you're I going mean, from W A S D to having to move over to N to change between the three types of grenades. why do you have to move? You have a thumb? My that is the most uncomfortable fucking thing I've ever heard. Like that's But terrible. how often are you changing grenades? In Halo you change grenades all the time. And how do you throw your grenades? Um I have a mouse button for it. Okay. But I mean, you don't. Do you really need to be changing grenades that often? Yes. I mean, like it. De- it depends on the situation. Like, if I'm trying to take out like a group of people, I w- might want to throw a frag grenade. If I'm trying to take out just one big guy, I want a fucking sticky grenade because I want. I want to fucking stick him and then move the fuck out of the way. Yeah, stick it to him. Good. Exactly. Yeah. No. Yeah. You can use your thumb because your thumb's already at the space bar to jump anyway. So yeah, but my th- just. But Move my thumb is on the book. far side of the spacebar. Like my thumb is yeah, basically resting between Alt still... and spacebar. Oh no, my thumb goes right under B and N. Why the fuck do you? What? Yeah, why is your thumb all that way out there? Do you sit on an angle? Like I have to turn my body to do that, and like have it no. not be hey, uncomfortable. I will send a picture when we're done because I have to move my mic. <laughs> I will send a picture of how my hand sits on my mouse and keyboard. Like it is not. I am not out of angle. Like. When I'm playing a game, like, alright, my homebrew keys are same as Druton. Shift, A, W, and D. Um, and, and my thumb is just, like, my fingers are a little curved, and my thumb is literally right under B. I'm not moving my hand at all. I'm not crooked. I, my thumb is literally right under B, and it is comfortable. So I just, 
N. Your space bar is freaking four keys, five keys, six keys long. Why? What do you have in your 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 thumb right next, right underneath your freaking index finger? So like my my thumb, like I just sent a picture too, and I know Drew did. My thumb literally rests when I when I'm doing like like W A S D between the space bar and the Alt key. Mine's like below C. Like that, like C, like C is about as far over as it naturally rests. Like to go all the way over to N, I would ha- like. I'm gonna send another picture. Uh, this is great audio. Yeah, like <laughs> like reaching for N. Like, like no, N is a right hand key. Like end of story. <laughs> I'm literally comfortable. I just sent it. I'm literally comfortable, and my thumb is right under B. How small is your keyboard? <laughs> yeah, I think your keyboard is just smaller than ours. Honestly, but still, why is your thumb hidden under your... You're hiding your thumb! Like, also, Drew, and, like, your thumb is, like, pulled in. Why aren't you just resting... Like, I don't know, man. I'm gonna put know. all these pictures... I'm gonna put all these pictures in the yeah. show notes so everyone else can see what the fuck we're arguing yeah, about. Yeah, we, we'll, post, we'll post these on Instagram on, on Friday. We'll post them. And you can let us know who is doing it right and wrong. Like, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm honestly, not like, stretching. Your like, hand I'm not st- is basically the same way my hand is. Your keyboard's just, like, weirdly small. Rich, do you have a Maybe tape measure it, nearby? I actually do, I believe. Yep, I do. So, how um, long it's is one your of total? My, it's, it's one of my fidget items that I have at my desk whenever I need to fidget. Is how, playing with the keyboard. How long right. is your keyboard from end to end? And what is the the distance between the the left control and your the and the space between N and M? A little bit, a little bit bigger than seventeen inches, and um, from between my control or control to between N and M is six inches. Yeah, no, that's exactly the same as mine. Why did my hand is not comfortable being stretched out that far? Like my thumb does it's, not go out there. My hand's not stretched though. Like that is so. If like, in order to like sit, you're, you're, in order you're, to sit with my hand comfortable that way, I have to angle my whole arm kind of like into my body. My my hand is reaching stretched out right, like, and it just naturally does that. Yeah, no, like I, that is the I actually have to stretch my hand to actually sit comfortably like that in a way where like it's just not comfortable to is, to do and, that for long periods. And is and and is a and is a thumb button. When you're playing games, N is a thumb button, man. For only for you, apparently. I bet you Jordan could do it too. I bet you he could find it comfortable. I c- I could do it, but I don't want to. Like that just doesn't seem like no. I mean, I absolutely can hit N on my keyboard with my thumb. The thing is, it moves my index finger off the like. Oh no, I, I don't. Mine doesn't move any fingers. It's just not comfortable or conducive. Or I mean, natural. I I mean, I I have to move my thumb up but my i'm sitting here with my fingers on my gaming home keys and like you said this is great audio um <laughs> and and like i'm hitting n without moving my my finger so i'm tapping n and then going back down to home position at space and then tapping n and then going back down to home position at space tapping n going back down like I'm not sitting there with my thumb on N the entire time. Yeah, the most natural thing, like, the most natural, like, key I can get to with my thumb where it doesn't just, where it's not, like, extra movement or just, like, unnatural movement would probably be, like, V. Like, like I can rest it, like, on the space bar under V, and, and like, that just feels normal. Like, it doesn't feel like I, I have my hand at any sort of, like, weird or stretched angle. I'm trying, I'm trying to put my, 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 my hand... Where you're like at V, and that is like I'm cramping my hand to do that. 
are like my hand just naturally sits spread out, which is like I don't know. It blows my mind. That blows my mind. Anyway, back to Halo. Unless Druton, you were going to say something. What were you going to say? Oh, I was going to say. Do you have your hand like? Um, it, I think you have your hand more straight than uh, I do. Like I have my wrist turn like thirty degrees. Yeah, you know what? If if I completely change the way I sit and make my wrist completely flat and kind of like just like lay everything natural, I am much closer to the end. But this is not a comfortable. Like this is not naturally how I lay my hand down for anything. Like I think, like Drew said, like my hands at a slight angle. Like it's it, it's not much of one, but it's just enough of one that like resting on like my like wrist pad thing. I'm more on like the the left outside part of my left hand, like like mm, almost yeah. like like the like the butt of my hand, basically. Yeah. See, for I guess for me, for the hours and hours that I play of mouse and keyboard games. Or played in the past, like there, there were especially during the pandemic. There were days where I spent eight, nine hours playing Seven Days to Die. Uh, like I rest, I rest the uh, the 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 bottom of my hand on the on the table so that like it's yeah, it, it, it like I'm I'm situate my hand is situated straight. Like I, I'll pull pull everything closer to me uh, when I'm gaming and stuff. But my my hand is not raised. It's not holding up. It is. The, the very palm, whatever, the, not palm, the very bottom of my hand, I don't know what that part is, is it, called. It's is, called the heel. Is it the heel? The very heel of my hand is sitting on my table as I'm playing, or on my desk as I'm playing. So, yeah, no, only... That's bad like, for you. Get get um, a fucking yeah. wrist thing. You're going to give yourself carpal tunnel if you're sitting at your computer like that for nine or ten hours a day. I mean, I don't I do not do that that often anymore, but... I'm just saying, get they're, they're, I have one in front of me. They're like ten bucks order it's like the jelly thing like it just it, it keeps your wrist at a at a more lateral thing you, it you're gonna i don't want you to get carpal tunnel man just fucking buy one i, I probably already have it come on now no you would know if you had carpal tunnel and yeah. i mean drew drew's over here with the keyboard on his fucking lap so yeah what is what does he know well and the, like the only part of my hand that like touches the desk is like the outside part like the part under the paint like that part of the heel of my hand touches any the, everything else. Oh yeah, you know what? If that that is exactly how I would sit too, if I didn't have like the the wrist pad thing, because I I just move the wrist pad. So yeah, I think it's just Rich. You just sit with your wrist very straight, where like Drew and I both sit at kind of like a an angle with it, which makes that end key just not natural to get to with a thumb. Like I can easily hit it, but then my like I said, my finger comes off D key, and now I have to like realign my whole hand. Yeah, like whereas, mine like, don't. You you know what this sounds like, guys? Sounds like you're weird. Sounds Sounds like like you're the weird one. Sounds like you guys gotta get good. I don't know. I don't think it's a matter of getting good. I think it's a matter of, like, you're just... You do things weird. Yeah. But it works. (laughs) Does it? It does. I mean, I might have medical issues down the line, but it works. (laughs) But so does just remapping that end key. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't... I don't don't go into game settings that often. Or in my case, just not playing on a fucking PC like some sort of fucking yeah. Nerd. Just just use just use a controller. I, no, I'm just or, gonna go or, use my fucking Xbox because I don't like playing games on PC. But this or will... or get a mouse that has 35 buttons that that, that that you can. Honestly, just having the two buttons is is like the two extra buttons is is a little too much for me. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Um, and like I'm sure if if I played PC games more, I'm sure I would just get into more of a rhythm with that stuff. But like. As it stands now, like when I'm going up to like melee somebody, um, 
it's like it's not auto the way it is like with a controller. Like I have to like really like stop and think about what I'm doing because like the the left click plus the the side button is just not natural for me to kind of like swap between yet. Mm-hmm. So like there were times it's almost like like um patting your head and like rubbing your stomach. Like I can do it fine, but like it's not just a thing that you can do without kind of thinking about doing it. Like you at what least about- to start you have to give yourself that like little bit of like conscious effort to do it. What, what about patting your stomach and rubbing your head? I could do that. Okay. I could do both. I, but that's what I mean. It's, it's kind of like the same thing. Like, I was running up and because... When I was not, like, totally focused, I was running up and, like, instead of shooting, I was accidentally hitting melee. Mm-hmm. And, like, just silly things like that because it's just not something that I have that sort of just second nature motor skill to do. But if I was on a controller, I know exactly what I'm doing even when... It's like a different control layout. Like once I figure out what the buttons do, like my hands just naturally move for those. Bless you. Thank you. Um, but as far as Halo goes, um, I played the first mission. Um, it's most of what you saw last year in that like original demo that they showed. Um, mm-hmm. it's cool. It actually, it looks very nice. Um, all the stuff of, um, Chief like jumping through like the, the space wreckage getting into the, the ship was really cool. Um, and it plays just like Halo. Um, yeah. Guys run at you, you shoot the guys, they die. Um, I didn't, I never really got any good guns in this mission. Um, cause it was like a covenant ship, so most of what you had were their shitty plasma weapons. Yeah. Um, and it was most, it was a lot of plasma pistols, which are just fucking garbage. So I had, um, I just had the, the, the assault rifle that they give you to start, and this one other gun, I forget what it was actually called, but, um, it was kind of like a, like a, a single handed shotgun was essentially mm-hmm. what what it was with like six shots it, to it eight shots was it the to Mozambique? it Mozambique? Oh no, that's too many <laughs> shots from Mozambique. Um and like that thing was go- it, it had good distance on it too, so it was good for taking out like the big they're not brutes or they might be what the brutes look like now. They're not what they looked like in 1 through 3 and I actually never played 4 and 5, so I don't know mm-hmm. if they've changed. Um I do have to go back and play 4 and 5 because I have no fucking clue what's going on in the story right now. Like, I know Cortana died or went crazy or died and went crazy. Which, she but. was supposed to have died at the end of 4, and then 5, she, like, didn't die, but was not her. I don't know. I didn't play 5. I just played 4. But yeah, like, but, like, right now, she, Chief she, doesn't have an AI, so. Yeah. Um, But it's, the opening was pretty cool. Like, the, the opening video is, like, Chief running through, like, a war zone on a ship, basically. Like, just doing all sorts of cool Master Chief shit, like, shooting Covenant. And, like, it's basically him against an army, so, like, he does eventually get, like, taken out. But, like, mm-hmm. he's not, like, dead. He just kind of gets, like, knocked around, slammed around, and then, like, jettisoned into space. But, like, apparently his space, his suit is, uh, is vacuum sealed. So, he does okay. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, he's, it's, he's been in space multiple times. Yeah, dude, I forgot, like, I not even forgot. I didn't realize that, um, the suits that the Spartans wear are apparently, um... They're designed so that if a normal person were to put, would, were to wear one, it would immediately break all of your bones over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that um, I was listening to a podcast and one of the people on there like had like read some of the books and was super into the lore. And uh, yeah, didn't realize that about the, the the Spartan suit. Yeah, I I thought like one of the ways he had to become a Spartan was for that to happen. Or something. So I don't really remember like Chief. Um, in particular is like um one of like the first runs or something like that of them where they were basically abducted as children and augmented so that like their bodies are better than ours so that they can actually handle the suits and it doesn't destroy them yeah um, I think like the later Spartans like the ones that are in Halo 5 um didn't go through that so maybe their suits aren't as harsh on the body 
But either way, like, that's kind of crazy. It's like, yeah, if, if, if you're not especially augmented human, this is just going to wreck you. Yeah. But it's, it's good. I like it. Um, it seems like the normal difficulty is harder than Halo difficulty used to be. But, like, not in, like, a way where, like, I couldn't get through it. It was just, like, your health drops, your health and shields drop much quicker after um, just a couple of shots than they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might just be because it's early game. Like, I wasn't really finding, like, sh- like um, over shields or anything like that yet. Um, but they are very, very good about ammo, at least in that first mission. There's just constantly little fucking boosts you can walk up to to refill your ammo. Yeah, I, that's that's always... Been. Halo, Halo, I've never had an issue with ammo. So, uh, 1 through 3, it was never so much an issue with ammo as much as, like, maybe, like, I had a weapon that wasn't available in a certain level. And I couldn't find ammo for that because there were none of those to, like, get ammo out of. Now they're doing kind of like the the kinetic versus plasma stuff. So it's just you walk up to a kinetic energy thing or a kinetic bullet thing and it just refills any any bullets you need. Okay. Which is, like, cool, but also, like, does make it a little bit easier because it, it, for- it doesn't force you to try different weapons. Yeah. Which was one thing that, like, Halo, at, like, I did kind of like about Halo was... At some point, you're going to have to switch weapons because you're going to run out of bullets in a level where that gun isn't available. And it's either going to suck because you're going to get stuck with a plasma pistol, or you might find something cool that you had never used before. But yeah, it's good. I I, I want to play more. I, I will. It's on Game Pass. Um, If you guys are interested, you can also play it on Game Pass. Probably sometime next week. Um, I'm going to be playing Seven Days to Die tonight and tomorrow on stream, so... Because uh, Alpha 20 just came out for that, and I'm so excited to play it. Well, experimental build Alpha 20, so you, you don't have to upload, you don't have to uh, update to play it, but I did, so I'm gonna have to play it. Well, hopefully it's not broken. <laughs> I mean, there's a ch- like I've seen people playing it, no problem. Uh, I haven't gotten into it yet. We'll see when I play on stream. Too. Yeah, good luck. Uh, but how was uh how was the second half of uh Masters of the U- excuse me Masters of the Universe season one? A lot better, in my opinion, than the first half. Uh, the first half was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't, like, amazing or anything. It was good. It had some interesting um, uh, 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 th- uh, uh, storylines and themes going through it. But this one just, like, kind of blew it out the water and was sort of like... It, it, it felt like it was a lot faster than the first one, even though it was five episodes. And um, Oh, is that all it is? It, How many episodes was yeah, the first half? Five episodes. It, they both I I definitely thought the first half was longer. It I could have swore when I watched it it felt longer. But it like this one felt like this one five episodes and it was exactly as long as it needed to be and it didn't feel too long. It didn't feel like there was just too much uh um like story building of this and that. And I think that's the problem with the first season was there was a lot of world building after the first episode and not a lot of stuff actually really happened whereas this one this season or this part, a lot of stuff happened in the la- in these five episodes. Um, the I still love the animation. Um, it's it's very fluid and nice. Especially the the, the combat looks good. Um, the, the the character models are great. Uh, it's it overall story was 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 decent for this one. Um, did it did it wrap up what had kind of been left dangling at the end of the first half? Yes, it, it wrapped up. Um, and it, it, it kind of pulled a Dragon Ball Z with that as well as time went on, as things went forward. Uh, you'll understand what I'm saying about it if and when you watch it. 
I don't know if you care for me to say anything about that or not. Yeah, no, don't spoil it, because, like, yeah. I didn't love the first half, but, like, it wasn't bad. And it's not, mm. like, it's not even so that I didn't like it. It's just, I don't have any real nostalgia or have, care yeah. for the Masters of the Universe. So it was one of those, like, okay, it's fine. I remember not loving the animation, but it, like, kind of growing on me by the time I finished it up. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it'll grow on you more with how, how it's done and how the story gets gets told. Um, it just, yeah, it, it, it's just kind of nonstop. Like, things just keep happening. With every episode, something else happens. Whereas the first season, it kind of just felt like, like, uh, honestly, it kind of felt like the first two Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, fucking where they boring. Were just, where they were just walking. Like, I, I'm, you, you get what I'm saying. Like, the first two Lord of the Rings movies was literally just them walking. And then the third movie, everything happened. Dude, the, the first three and three quarters is just fucking boring. Or two and three quarters, I'm sorry. Two and three quarters. But but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, you're understanding the reference. Yeah. Where, like, everything happens at, like, it starts off slow, and then everything happens. Uh, it also does leave it off for, for a cliffhanger as well. Uh, for, an, for I guess, an additional season or part or whatever. Um, I When I watched it, uh, when it came out earlier this year, I watched it because it was a Kevin Smith thing. And not because I have um, a, a nostalgia for He-Man. Um and I like I I really liked it, but I was just like it's 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 good. It's not great. It's good, and I enjoy it. And I'll watch the next one. And like this one, just like I didn't want to stop. I I got through the first four, and uh then I had to stop and play D and D because it was it was time for ten o'clock game on Saturday. And I was like, shit, man, I should just show up late. But I I didn't, and I watched it first thing in the morning. And it was it was good. It was it was good. Better than the first season, in my opinion. Nice. I'll. I'm so behind on everything, I don't know when I will get to it, but I will eventually, like, I, I told you earlier, like, I have not watched any of the CW stuff since the first, other than the first episode of Legends and Batwoman. Oh, wait until you see the biggest uh, uh, plot hole ever in Batwoman, which they always fucking do. But see, like, none of that stuff bothers me the way it bothers you. I mean, you'll see when you get to it. We'll talk about it when you get to it. I mean, I'm I, at this point. I may not watch any of this stuff until sometime next year. Yeah, I, like, well, I mean, yeah. I, I've honestly gotten to the point where, like, with a lot of those shows, like, I just don't care anymore. Well, Batwoman and Legends are on hiatus right now. Oh, I don't, I don't mean next year, like, like January. I mean, like, I might not watch them well, until like summer. Yeah, just like when I when I do actually sit down and watch them, I generally enjoy what's going on, like most of the time. But it's like I look at it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't care, like. They've all kind of dropped in quality, and I just mm-hmm. don't care about any of these stories anymore. Yeah, Flash, Flash is decent, um, but the rest of them are the rest. Like uh, Batwoman, I was was okay, and Legends, I was I'm kind of tired of this storyline um, that they're running right now. Flash is decent, like Flash is is, is enjoyable. Uh, but what? that's we'll good. See. At least we'll see how Armageddon wraps up next week. Oh God, I can give a f- Jesus, that's already next week. Um, yeah. Maybe I'll try and watch those this week if I have time. Try to at least watch Flash. That's what I meant. Like maybe I'll try and I'll try and catch up on Flash. Um, anything else you want to say about uh, Master of the Universe, though? I, I say watch it. Um, watch it. Drew, yeah, are you going to watch Master of the Universe? Yes or no? Save your voice. Probably not. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, you definitely want to watch this next one, though. It's, it's right up your alley. Um, I watched. Uh, I, I I'm continuing on with the with the Gundam. I watched uh, the 2000 live-action movie, G-Savior. G-Savior. I, I, don't, I don't know. 
So this is an, a, a Canadian made film. So it's actually, it's Canadian actors. Everything's in English. It was dubbed for the Japanese. So um, like Ryan Reynolds, Brie Larson. <laughs> no, no, this is pre them. So this is from 2000. So it's a bunch of no name Canadians. They, they never got super oh. famous. Oh, oh, so just a bunch of comedians, then, I guess. No, they're not even really comedians, I don't believe. All comedians are Canadian. That's what I'm saying. No, only the good oh, no. ones. The uh, Look, good Canadians, good actor Canadians, usually comedians. Everybody else that's, that's an actor in Canadian, probably not. <laughs> but uh, this movie, super mediocre. Um, I honestly, I watched it twice because I couldn't remember anything that happened in it. And it's only like an hour and, and 30 minutes. Sounds like Canada. <laughs> that's harsh. Canada's a lovely place. Uh, have you, do you ever, do you ever remember anything about Canada? Um. Exactly. Poutine. <laughs> Drake. Drake. Listen, Degrassi. <laughs> I rest my case. Uh, but, yeah, it was, so, funny thing, this movie, never once did they say the word Gundam. Not at all. Um, it has mobile suits, very bad early 2000 CGI mobile suits. Um, a lot of them are, like, similar design to, like, suits that you would have seen in in the other shows um they have suits that look like gundams so like that's something that are like the top of the line brand new like you know best ever suits one of them the 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 main suit is the g savior um and this actually takes place like 200 years ish um into the future of the united or the universal century timeline like the original gundam timeline so the original Gundam stuff, so like from Mobile Suit Gundam through Char's Counterattack, is like nine is like double O seventy nine through double O ninety six of the Universal Century. Um and this movie is like O two two three Universal Century. So like uh, over a hundred years after the, the shows, basically. Um it is the furthest thing out from that in that timeline. And um like the the two groups that are constantly at war in that timeline have both just collapsed and other groups have risen up to basically take their places. And it's essentially the same thing. It's like Earth and a couple of the colonies versus a bunch of the other colonies. And one or two of the colonies remain um, neutral. And it's like the neutral colony is the one that's kind of like trying to find a way to bring the conflict to an end. Mm-hmm. So like very on par with like Gundam in general. Um, but like it was just, it was boring. Like... That that's why I had to watch it twice because like I just spaced out and stopped paying attention <laughs> for ninety percent of the movie the first time. Like I had to actively sit there and like I'm like, all right, I have to pay attention. And like I paid attention to most of it the second time, and like it was still not good. So I would not recommend watching G Savior. Is is kind of what I have to say. It's also not really easy to find. So that's also something against it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're like me and you're trying to just eventually watch all of the Gundam stuff, it's on that list. I mean, sometimes, sometimes you have to, you have to make those sacrifices to, to watch everything of something. Yeah. The, um, the only, th- so I wasn't originally going to watch this right now, but that the podcast I've mentioned before that is also doing all the Gundam stuff. Um, they, they, this week was the week that they were doing, uh, or last week, I'm sorry, was the week they were doing G Savior. So like, it just worked out. I'm like, you know what? Let me just watch it so that like, I can listen to that episode and like follow along. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you know? It's, at least it's out of the way and I don't ever have to watch it again. Yeah, yeah. Makes uh, sense. Yeah. Keeping up with uh, Space, though, uh, you watched the last season of Lost in Space on Netflix? Yes. Um, it's, it's kind of a bummer that it was the last season because it was honestly probably the best season in my opinion. 
So how many seasons uh, did that show get? Three? Only Four? three. Only three seasons, about probably, give or take, 30 episodes total. Um, I, I actually don't remember how many episodes were in season one and two. I just know three was like 10, I believe. I feel like that show is probably like 10 episode-ish seasons. Yeah, and it was, it was I, I believe it came out around Christmas time every year. Um, for the past three, four years, or like when it did come out, it was like Christmas time. Uh, I think there was a, a missed year, um, from the first season to the second season because it was in limbo whether or not they were going to pick it up for a second. So um, it was, um, you're kind of wrong about a bunch of stuff. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> so it is almost 30 episodes. Um, first season was 10, second season was 10, third season was only eight. I don't know oh. if maybe they were slightly longer episodes. That's always possible. I, uh, uh, no, I think there were, it was all random lengths, like between 30, 35 and 50 minutes. Okay. Um, the first season released in April of 2018. Mm-hmm. So not a Christmas show. Um, well, the second season was Christmas, I believe. But... The second season actually came out the following year. So December. So I think that's why it seems so far between it because season one was April of 2018. Season two mm. was December of 2019, and it actually released on Christmas Eve of 2019. I could have swore it came out in 2020. Nope. Tw- it came out right before the world ended, because um, it was December 24th, 2019. And then, obviously, yeah. this one was December 1st of this year. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it uh, in my opinion, was probably the best season. It was really good, uh, but I, it might just, I might just feel that way, because it wrapped all the storylines up, it wrapped everything up. Um, it was, it, it's, it's, it's good. Um, there's, there's like, it's very story driven. It's not a ton of action. Um, and it's, it's got a boatload of character development and character stories that like really pull me in. Like every character, like you, you feel for every character, even the ones that you don't feel for, like you still have feelings for them. And it just, they, it, it all works. The acting's great. The The robot was a little unsettling at first, but, like, he grows on you. Um, and it just, it, it it's all, like, it's it's kind of weird, but it all works. And it's all fun to watch. Um, there's little nostalgia uh, based on the original series, like the, the black and white series, or the movie that came out 20 years after that, which I think was, like, 15 years ago or more. I uh, can't the- remember when that... So that movie was in 1998, so 23 years ago? Yeah, and I think the series was a 70s? 60s. Uh, 60s. 60s, so yeah, it's 30 years and 20 years, pretty much. Um, and it, Wait, wait, it, wait, it, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Did you just say 30 years ago was the 1960s? 30 years, then 20 years. 30 years, oh, then 20 years, I and then 20 years. I'm sorry, I understand what you're saying now. I mis- I misinterpreted it. I thought you just did really bad mental math there. No, no. I mean, it is still the 90s, right? Um, <laughs> Only in your yeah, heart. L- last year was 1999. Like, when when you talk about 10 years ago, I think 1990s. I mean, you're not wrong. That's, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it, I, I yeah, it's, the, this season got uh, a lot more emotional, a lot more stuff happened um, because they were wrapping everything up, and they found a really good way to wrap it up, really cool way to kind of introduce another character and 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 to give more origin to to a to one of the main characters um i one thing i really enjoy is they do not 
focus on, and I believe this was mostly a focus in the original, in the movie in the 90s, not really in the series, I can't remember, but they don't focus on Don and um, the daughter too much. Uh, What's her name? It's one of the, it starts with a J, I can't remember. Um, They don't focus on a relationship between them two, they don't like force it in there that they love, like, they kind of like sparkle it in a little bit, but at the end of it all, they're not a, a couple. Like, it's not like, oh, they have to be a couple or whatever with them. Like, it's not a forced thing, which, like, to me, makes her character a lot stronger. And his character, like, both of them a lot more independent and good characters in and of themselves. Um, and, and it just, yeah, it was, it was just a really well done, well wrapped up story. Uh, first season was a little rough. Second season was good. And then this third season just, like, oh, it, kind of blew my mind how good it was. I, I, I got I got teary-eyed from time to time watching it. So, you know what's kind of fun? I, I was just reading this as you were talking. Oh, skimming it, I should say. The original 1965 series. Mm-hmm. Also, only three seasons. Okay. Um, So many more episodes, though. 83 total oh, episodes. Yeah. Because back then, yeah. shows just ran forever. So, season one was 29, season two was 30, and season three was 24. Yeah. Um, that movie, or that series, though, set in the year 1997. Wow. <laughs> because in 1965, by 2000, by 1997, we were fucking intergalactic space traveling. I mean, it's, it's like Back to the Future, where it was, uh, when they went to the future, and it was like 15 years ago, or 12 years ago, or something like that. I can't remember when it was. Yeah, and I think, like, the Jetsons were supposed to take place in, like, the year 2000. They, yeah, they were, like, late 90s, early 2000s as well. Which also feeds into, um, how little hope people had of humanity that, like, with the Jetsons, like, it'd be, like, the Earth would be kind of destroyed and you'd have to live out in the sky. I know. I'm sorry. The Jetsons was 2062. But still, okay. not that far from now. No, no. not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, and one thing, uh, Cobb, you might kind of enjoy or might find a little cool. Um, uh, the girl who plays, uh, Penny, um, Penny Robinson is uh, Rory's daughter in Legends. In Legends? Yeah, mixed mixed daughter. Oh, okay. Sorry, I for some reason like my head just didn't go into the right spot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's Judy Robinson. The, the, so the uh the relationship between Judy and Don didn't like wasn't a like wasn't a foreground thing. It wasn't a main focus, which like makes that character a lot both those characters a lot more independent. And, and well built. And that's what I really like about the series is like each character like has their own stories and has their own origin and has their own paths that they're taking. And it's not just the whole family has to stick together. Like everyone has something they have to do. Um, and like, so there will be times that one is off doing their own thing while the others are like, where the hell is that one that's off doing their own thing? Or let's find this one or like, it, it just, it all works. And then the kids as, um, both when they were younger and then in this season, like, were just really good actors. Uh, the kid who plays Will, in my opinion, was a good actor. And uh, they actually had to do, because it was a year difference between season two and season three, and he grew the fuck up, um, they had to do a one-year time jump in the movie, in the show. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, they had to do a one-year time jump, because he he went from being a little baby to, like, a, a teenager in, in the past year. Yeah, which happens. Um, that's that's puberty, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. 
So it was just like, they couldn't just be like, oh, well, this was like three days later or anything like that. It's like, oh no, this was like fucking a year later because he, he grew up. And, uh, I think it's mostly him. Yeah. The other ones were teenagers or older. They were already grew up. Yeah. Grown up. Yeah. That's, uh, a, that's a show that I always like meant to, to watch. And I just never did. Mm-hmm. Maybe like once I actually catch up on some other stuff, maybe I'll, I'll give it a shot, see if I like it. Yeah. And it's the, the, the path that they took with, with Smith. And Parker Posey being Smith, like, it was, was like, a really, really good, like, choice. It was weird at first, but it was just, like, a really good change from what Dr. Smith usually was, just being this conniving actual doctor. Um, it's, so, yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's definitely worth a watch. This season was really good. Um, and, like, they kind of left it open to where maybe we could get, like, at least potential spinoffs or something, but like it, it could move forward if they wanted to, but they're probably not going to because they wrapped up the story. Yeah, that's and it's Netflix, which they never really like. Once they once they're done with something, they're just done with it for the most part. Yeah. Um. Real quick, totally un- unrelated, but uh, the Jetsons made me think of it as we're talking about like timelines. Have you guys ever heard the weird Jetsons theory about the Flintstones? <sighs> I've heard it, but I can't remember what it is. So I'm, the theory is yeah. that the the Jetsons and the Flintstones actually happen at the same time. That's right. So it's basically like the Jetsons are in like the future, and especially from when they were created, it's the far future. But like like Rich, like you said, they're always up in the clouds. You never see the Earth. So the theory is that the Earth was destroyed and basically reverted back to a somewhat prehistoric time, which explains why the Jetsons have all that weird technology. Like, they've just figured out how to repurpose, like, animals for things. But they also celebrate fucking Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because, pre- like, it's prehistory, and they're celebrating a holiday that originated with the birth of Christ. So, um, but I always thought that was that was such a weird, fun theory, especially because there were um, specials where they met. And it was always yeah. supposed to be, like, time travel. But who's to say it, it wasn't just, like, a bad fall, and they thought it was time travel? Yeah, I mean... Could be, but there was there was a Jetsons movie where like they woke up too close, like like apparently I think it was the uh, their their houses could move and get higher and lower on the pillars, the poles that they were on, and like one morning the fog, the 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 smog and everything coming off of Earth rose too high, and they had to raise their pillar up higher or something like that. So it, like they, I think it, as far as I can remember. It's canon that, like, humans kind of just destroyed Earth, and so in order for people to live, they just had to raise their houses up higher. I mean, that that is probably the case, but I just think that the theory that on some part of the Earth it's the Flintstones happening is just fun. Oh, I'm totally down for that. I'm absolutely down for that. It's it, it, And, that, like, to bring it back to uh, uh, Lost Space for a little bit, like, that's part of – it's kind of sort of a theme for – the beginning part of the season is they uh, they find a planet that was destroyed, but they're able to find a pocket of atmosphere that is still livable. Oh, and that, so they go weird. live on they go live on this livable planet or this livable section of atmosphere on this dying planet or on this uh, d- destroyed planet. Huh? Yeah, it's, it was a really really neat idea, really cool concept. That that is actually. That that is interesting. Yeah, I will. I know I have that on like my Netflix like queue. Like I will have to mm-hmm. watch it eventually. But I'm just so behind on so many other things. It's <laughs> it's, it's less than 28 hours. So yeah, but I don't watch TV while I'm working the way you do. I don't either. I thought you watched like all the CW stuff while you worked. Uh, well, I'm I did, 
But that was just to catch up. Like, I watched these on my not work time. Like, I'll watch, um, the, the Disney shows on my lunch break. And, like, with, uh, Flash, I have an automated script that I can't fucking do anything. So I'll watch that, too, while that's going. But, like, once I'm doing work work, I'm not watching stuff. Okay. Yeah, like, I will maybe, like, depending on, like, how busy I am, I might throw, like, one thing on that, like, I don't have to pay, like, heavy attention to. But, like, a lot of that, like, the reason I'm so behind on the CW stuff is, like, Erica doesn't watch it. So, like, when we're downstairs watching stuff, we're watching stuff that we both watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, she would not be into Lost in Space because she doesn't really care for sci-fi stuff. Yeah. So that's, like, another one of those things where it's, like, I just have to find time where, like, I want to sit down and, like, watch that on my own. And, like, yeah, you know, there's other things I'd rather do usually than watch TV. <laughs> no, I get it. I totally get it. But I think that is probably a show unless either you guys have anything else. I've got no more. No, you you have gotten progressively worse, even though you haven't spoken yeah. all that much. Yeah, I I uh, I could talk about Works Must Die three, but I'll talk about that next week because yeah, we're at like we're two at hours. About two hours. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, in that case, uh, like Rich announced earlier, uh, next week we are going to do Jingle All the Way two with Larry the Cable Guy. It's just like a mini little book club thing, um, because I think it's only like ninety minutes, and then yeah. the week after will be our proper book club, which will be um the night before Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. I will have links to both on the show notes of this episode, if you scroll through them. And then, uh, this Friday, uh, well, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all of us will be at PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia, wandering around, seeing things, having a good time. Um, but on Friday, our next episode of Bonus Action will go up for patrons. Uh, it should go up about 10 o'clock Friday morning. If you're at the $5 tier, you get episode four early. If you're at the $10 tier, you will get the entirety of Session 2, which are Episodes 4 through 7. And then uh, Episode 4 will go live on free feeds for everybody else on Monday morning. Yeah, and we got good audio this time, guys. At least we better audio. I, th- I think it's a lot better. No, I mean, it, it is. The beginning of the... the so, for anyone that listens to it, uh, the beginning of Episode 4, I think Richie was f- too far away from the microphone to start. So he sounds a little further away, kind of like he did in the in the, the first three. But um, as soon as he actually... St- as soon as they actually start playing, he like readjusts and is talking into the microphone like normal and sounds much better. Look, when you're DMing, you got a lot going on. The last thing in your head is mic etiquette. Well, maybe that should be the first thing in your head if you're recording yourself DMing. True, true. But I also am trying to make good content, so. Well, try harder. I'm, I'm working. <laughs> um, no, I think it's been all right so far. Me too. Cool. Well, with that, if uh, if you'd like to find more of our content. You can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at the thing I just mentioned, patreon.com slash onequest. Uh, if you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. Those things all help a whole lot. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Um, there'll probably be a bunch of stuff going up on those over the weekend at PAX. Uh, you can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash onequestvideo, where there may also be some stuff going up after PAX. And uh, you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. Otherwise, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye.